Hello, dear listener. What you're about to hear is the first one of our Patreon-only minisodes, thus the sudden release. Don't worry, our normal full-length episodes will continue as usual, next one dropping this Sunday. We wanted to give you a little taste and spread word of our Patreon this way. You can find us at patreon.com slash hauntedtalespod. You'll get two of these minisodes per month, a whole bunch of merch, including t-shirts, and even a way to get your ideas, your name, or your favorite monster into one of our episodes. If you like listening to our stories, we'd love the support. So sit back, enjoy this episode, and don't look under the bed. When I was still a child, maybe, I don't know, six to eight years old, I remember having the worst kind of dreams. It's a memory that has been buried for decades now, but I think I know why it has resurfaced. Every nightmare started exactly the same. I was sleeping in my bed, under my cover, shivering. You know those strange noises old houses make? They were missing. No creaking of floorboards or gurgling in the pipes. It was completely silent. And yet, I hid under the blanket, covering my head until I couldn't stand the heat and the stuffy air anymore. I knew that I had to get out, and, reluctantly, sooner or later I did. My room was completely dark. Nightlights never survived long next to my bed. Mostly, they burned out during the first night, and my dad soon decided against buying new ones three or four times a week. In the darkness of my room, I could still feel it, this gaze, this presence. I always turned toward the window, where the thick curtains blocked out noise and lights from the outside, But at the crack between them, I couldn't even see the moon shining. It was like my room had been transported somewhere without any kind of light. A completely new, foreign, dark place. And something was waiting there, searching, looking for me. Every time I made a noise, the darkness around me seemed to change. Not that it got lighter or darker, no. But it felt different. Somehow, like more and more eyes were watching me. Like something was coming closer. And there was no doubt in my mind that it wasn't friendly. This intruder wasn't even human. I sat up every time could feel seconds running like an eternity. While I stayed there, my little hands covering my mouth, staring into a completely black room, listening to my own heartbeat racing, pounding into my head. Until the first noise of this intruder reached my ears. Always, it came from somewhere off to my side, away from the bed near the window. Something scraping over the floor, as if this thing was trying to sneak up on me. And every time I jumped out of bed 
racing toward the place where I knew the door should be, whimpering through the hands that still covered my mouth. It followed me, slowly, methodically. Gave me time, I now realize, to reach the door, pull it open with a shriek before it pounced and landed on my bed. The tears are what I remember most right now. Bone-chilling fear somehow gets blocked in one's memories. But the feeling of warm droplets running down my cheeks as I sprinted out into the darkness remains. Sooner or later, my hands reach the banister of the walkway connecting the four rooms on the first floor while I hurried along toward my parents' bedroom, not daring to scream. The monster would come for me, I knew, If only their door would be open. Hiding between them was the best option. But every night I had this nightmare, the same thing happened. I reached their bedroom, tried to push the door open, but found it locked. No matter how hard I pressed down on the handle, it didn't move. The only thing that happened was that the monster came out of my bedroom, scraping its long claws over the wooden floor behind me, while on the other side of my parents' bedroom door, the exact same noise appeared. I shrieked every night, turned away from the door where something unseen was now scratching the other side, trying to get out. More tears, quick breaths. Caught in complete darkness, I could feel the first monster slowly sneaking up on me. There was no place to run to, except down. My room, my bed, everything I thought would keep me safe was out of reach. Once more, the first monster came closer and forced me to run. Grabbing the handrail, I could hear it scratching its claws over the floor, toward the point where I had stood mere moments ago, as I ran down the stairs, tears now staining my shirt. Cold and sour breath hit my neck. As I jumped toward the landing, feeling like I was falling through the endless darkness, unsure if the ground floor even existed anymore. It did, and I crashed hard upon it, sprawling out, yelping while something else was coming down the stairs, taking its time. It knew where I was, had no reason to race after me if I wouldn't be able to escape anyway. With hands and feet sliding over the polished floor, I tried to get up as quickly as possible, but not seeing my surroundings made me stumble again and again. Without even thinking about why, I shot forward, away from the biggest part of the house, the living room and kitchen, toward the front door, hoping against all odds that it wouldn't be locked, although my dad made sure to keep it closed, especially at night. Claus followed me slowly, leisurely. It already knew where I was heading, was sure there was no way out. But as a child, I couldn't think that far. Hearing it behind me, coming, made me nearly lose my head. I remember crashing to the ground again and again, tripping over the carpet, hitting the small table where my parents liked to keep their keys. Nothing mattered to me back then, but one thing. 
the front door. I had to get out of there, into the street, maybe run toward the neighbors. With far too much speed, I crashed against the door, felt the hard wood, the glass pane and the handle hitting my chest. It knocked the wind out of me. Pain shot through my whole body. The tears disappeared for a few moments, while pure panic set in. The claws had reached a landing too. No way back, no chance to change my mind. I jumped up, gripped the handle of the door, tried pushing it, pulling it. But there wasn't even any kind of noise. No clicking, not even a rattling. Again, I shrieked, hoped that anyone would hear me, but the only thing that gave an answer was the monster slowly following me. It dragged itself over the floor, hissed softly, and its sour breath hit my back again. Whirling around, I looked into its direction, tried to plead for my life, but found only darkness staring back, before suddenly... A new noise reached my ears. A door on my side, slowly opening, creaking all the while, until a soft blue light hit my eyes. It was coming from behind the door, where the cellar was, just a few steps from the entrance. The monster hissed again, moved back away from the light. It didn't want to be seen, I thought then, and now... I know that I was wrong. As a child, I felt hope, walked like in a trance toward the open door. Warm air stroked my cheeks, dried the last drops of tears still on my skin. Down there, I would be safe, I thought. Touched the frame of the door, looking into the source of the blue calming light, and woke up screaming. Every day, every time. My parents found me lying by the cellar door the next morning, but never got a clue what exactly was wrong with me. No matter if they locked the door to my room or kept theirs open, my nights always ended the same. Until we moved. Now, they are dead. A car accident took them from me. And I've returned here to sell this old house. This is my first night back. And I'm certain it'll be my last. I awoke sometime after midnight back in my old room. It was completely dark. The monster followed me. Without realizing, I took the exact same steps I had decades before. The front door was locked. There was no way out. The monster wants me down there, had been hurting me so many years ago. It's coming, and I know that I won't survive if it attacks. So the only way out is the same I had tried to use as a child. But now I see what's waiting in the blue light, shimmering down there, beckoning me. As a child, I must have been too afraid to take the next step. But now, I know I can't escape. My legs are shaking. I can feel the tears in my cheeks once more. It's calling me.
and I know I'll never escape the cellar again. I can feel my foot touching the first step already. Please, this time I won't wake up again.